0: Gooch. Gooch. What's up, Corey?
1: Back in the
0: you have reached the voicemail box of Trap Therapy Please leave Jess and Roll as a message after the beep Yeah, welcome hey back to Trap Therapy Welcome, welcome,
1: welcome
0: brawlis how has your week been going my dear
1: my week has been pretty good i have i've um what have i done this week i've gotten back into my routine i'm looking forward to halloween and i Mm gotta go to, so that's been fun to plan and yeah things are going good i'm having a good week um yeah things are going decent how's your week been
0: Mine has been going good. I basically I kind of feel like we're on the same track with things. Like I'm planning for a wedding too, planning to go out of town for a wedding in like two weeks, which is coming up quicker than what the hell I thought. Like mm-hmm. October it was here and it's gone. I feel like October is usually a lot
1: to felt like it to me.
0: I mean, it has had its foot on the gas all month and I'm I'm confused.
1: October got somewhere to go. October got other places to be.
0: I told her to get get deep behind
1: me, Satan. October is like, you know how you get to a party early? That's because you don't plan on being there long. So you make sure you're there on time. That's why October did. I told her to say, I got other stuff to do today. So let me come here so I can show my face and say I was here. And then go about my business. That's what it's I do. Go mean.
0: ahead about my business. And y'all can go on to November. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. I, I'm fuck with you. That's what October said.
0: That's bed. what it's giving. That's what it's giving. What are we giving on Trap Therapy today? What are we even really talking about today?
1: So today, I would love to talk about some dating red flags. Um, mm. These are... And so, these are just like some things that I personally think are red flags. We can feel free to discuss, add, subtract some things. But these are things that I think... If you're either on a first date or in the dating phase of a relationship, some things to be mindful of that may be potential get the fuck up out of their situations, basically.
0: Get the fuck out of there. The out of there. So
1: what are you going to be bringing to the table today, Jess?
0: Um, today, I'm talking about the act of forgiveness and how to forgive. Mm.
1: Forgiveness. I used to love this movie Days. she had this song called Forgiveness. These so used to slap. What uh, movie? Oh damn! It's with Anna Faris and Ryan Reynolds. I don't know I don't who
0: know. Anna Ferris is, but I know who Ryan Reynolds
1: is. It's a movie. There's a movie with them, and she was like a, a pop singer. She was terrible, but she always be like, "I'm going real acoustic, like Avril Lavigne." And she's like, "Forgiveness it's more than saying sorry." I cannot think of what the movie is called. I'm gonna tell you, it's a great Christmas movie. You should watch it. It's lit.
0: I love it. Okay. I'm not really in Christmas movies, though, but I- I'll watch it,
1: though. It's like it's not a Christmas movie. It happens around
0: Oh, it's like Christmas It gives that type of Christmas. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but Caucasian people. But it's funny. Right.
0: Oh, okay. I love that. Love that. Uh, All so right. We ready to get
1: into it? You ready to, we get, ready get, into to get into it? Into it. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's get into it. All right. So when we talk about forgiveness, we know that forgiveness can sometimes be a very hard ass act to do. Um, mm. I know for myself, when I was growing as a person, baby, it was hard for me to forgive. Like I would really hold on to anger and, you know, really say that, I, I, baby, I wanted revenge. I want it back in no. blood.
1: Mm.
0: You know, that mm-hmm. used to be my attitude. But Absolutely. we know that that's not a healthy thing to do, right? So when we have, for when we, when somebody betrays us, if somebody pisses us off or if somebody like just royally screws you over, the immediate feeling that you always tend to get is anger, right? And then the anger might pass and then you might continue to dwell on the anger. And then it's like, it just never goes away right mm, right it's common to feel this way but not being able to forgive is more harmful than like keeping on to anger Absolutely, right so forgiveness can seem very challenging but i think it's because a lot of the times forgiveness is misunderstood so we think that forgiving somebody means that like we forget what happened i think the most toxic as problematic saying is forgive and forget because
1: I don't think that's a real i don't think i think i, I love that you said that because i don't i think giving is one thing but i don't think you can ever truly
0: forget no unless you have selective memory or you know some type of short-term memory loss then okay yeah but if you're a functional human being You know, there's no way that you can forget what actually happened unless men in black comes and zaps your damn ass. Right. You know, so we think that like forgiving means like we forget what happened or we think that the pain that they that the person caused on us is not a big deal Mm. or this one is super. Important in relationships, are often misunderstood in relationships, is that we think that if we forgive somebody, then that automatically means that we, re- we resume the relationship from where it was at, and that's Ooh. not true.
1: Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. That was that's. I think that's a great point.
0: Yeah. So when we talk about forgiveness, forgiveness means just like choosing for yourself to let go of the anger and the hurt. And the, the desire to actually really get back at the person that hurt mm-hmm. you,
1: right?
0: So, the thing you have to do is know what happened, and accept that what happened that what happened before is in the past. Mm-hmm. Recognize that people make mistakes; we're all human; we're all flawed. And then the third one that which can be super hard for some people to do, especially when somebody fucks you over, is to empathy, and also compassion. And that can be really hard to do when somebody has, like, really hurt your feelings. You know, okay. I used to be the type of person like, oh, I'm about to be apple I too. It's going to be evil twin versus evil twin then, I guess. You know? I'm,
1: I'm definitely, I've definitely been the, oh, the vindictive person that feels like, mm-hmm. nice. I'm going to get you back, but I'm going to do it in a way that you're not going to even know it. so that's <laughs> For a lawns I that's where one is where I feel like I'm too smart for my own good sometimes I'm like I'm gonna get you back and ruin things for you and you're not gonna have any idea that it was even me and I'm just gonna sit there like what Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which is not a great trait and I know some of y'all listening I know some of y'all do the same thing don't do it we'll call it for what it is like I'm here and that is being like vindictive and things like that it it don't really it doesn't get you anywhere it doesn't
0: get you anywhere because quite honestly, it doesn't help you heal, right? So the whole point of forgiveness is so that you can heal yourself and you're not holding on to resentment and then Mm -hmm. bitter bitch. And we already Mm -hmm. said bitch is, is you know. All
1: all inclusive. That's all inclusive inclusive word that goes for men
0: and women or people who go by they, them pronouns. You know, it's whatever. It's inclusive,
1: right? Uh Bitches. Because when
0: you can't, yeah. Because when you can't (laughs) forgive, like the wounds that you have, like your emotional wounds, they can't close. Right. And like I said before, when you forgive, you're not saying like, oh, it wrong me. I'm not going to hold you accountable for your actions. It's simply just saying like, I'm forgiving, forgiving you for hurting me. And I'm allowing myself to literally let this go and move on to the next chapter of my life. Without anger and without resentment, because we know that if you hold on to anger and resentment, I think like we've talked about in like other episodes, like when we're dealing with anger, it seeps into other aspects of yeah. your life, right?
1: It, it, yeah, it it, 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 it's like a, it's like a virus. It touches a little bit of everything. It just starts, it starts in one spot and moves on over, and then it just becomes all encompassing. I would say.
0: And it is nasty and it is rude, you know, when you angry and you haven't forgiven people, even if the person like when you're harboring anger it is hard for you to trust people again it's hard Mm -hmm. to build new relationships with other people you might have short tempers with people and like we talked about in our last episode when we talked about like emotional baggage and baby if you don't forgive people who have offended you or who have hurt you you're just like carrying emotional baggage around for the next person to deal with and that's not fair to them
1: And I think you start projecting. You start putting your feelings about how you feel towards this person. So, say if there's somebody you haven't forgiven and you don't have necessarily a relationship with them anymore, Mm -hmm. some of the resentment or the feelings that you have, you'll start to project onto people who have nothing to do with the situation. It's like nothing to do. You're hurting people that have nothing to do with the the hurt that you were caused, sis. Like that's that's what you're doing. We're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Hello. Now that saying hurt people hurt
0: people. Now that shit is true. That is
1: very true.
0: That is very true.
1: Very true.
0: Not only is forgiveness good, like emotionally, but also like health benefits. Like it's been scientifically proven. I don't know if some of y'all niggas don't like science, but that's okay. It's that's been scientifically a, that's proven by research. Of <laughs> honey, that if you like the act of forgiveness, it helps to reduce stress, right? And we know stress can be associated with high blood pressure, anxiety, um, sleep problems, self-esteem. So, like, forgiveness isn't just good for, like, your emotional well-being, but also your physical well-being. Mm-hmm. Right? Because when you inhale, you'll be tense. You have heart problems. We also know when you're angry, most of the time, your immune um system, it doesn't function like it's supposed to. So, baby, you gotta forgive and let it go. Oh. Also, forgiveness helps you reconcile. You know, mm-hmm. um, But this one is super important. Okay, this is also a misconception. I'm going to clear my throat. throat. You don't have to tell somebody that you have forgiven them. I think a lot of times we think forgiveness is for the other person, but it's actually for us. Right. right so it's important to understand that like you can forgive someone without even contacting they ass or like picking a relationship back up or a friendship back up or right. whatever the case might be you literally just make up in your mind and start with yourself and just say like i've forgiven this person and i can move on right mm-hmm. you can forgive that person even if you know that you can never have the same relationship with that person anymore or even if you don't want a relationship with that person anymore you know I-
1: no i think that's a wonderful thing and i think that you know in my struggles i trying to figure out forgiveness i think for me and this is just for me i felt like i've i knew i've truly forgiven somebody is if something happens in the future and i don't bring up the thing that mm-hmm. i forgave them for because i think that's a lot like oh i forgave you but if every time you get mad and you have a disagreement you bring it up have you truly forgiven them and i mm-hmm. think the forgive and forget it's not like that you're necessarily forgetting that something happening but after a certain point it just becomes if that's not not something that you can truly forgive me for i have to respect that but it's not something that you can hold on to over somebody for the rest of their life because i think at that point then it's like if that's the case with any relationship friendship any kind of dynamic if y'all don't truly forgive each other for things, y'all can, there's always things that you can hold over each other. And like that, that's not a healthy dynamic. If everything always. Yeah. A, like it's, it's like, like oh, yeah. when you did this, but I forgave you for it, but let me bring it up anyway.
0: Okay. It that doesn't
1: work for me. I don't think that works, but that's just yep.
0: my, my thought. Same too. And I think I forgave a person, um, when I just, like you said, not, maybe not the situation, but I think when I stopped bringing up the negative, emotions and feelings that I had associated with that person Mm -hmm. if that makes sense I'm just like child like I have moved on yeah they were a great person when we had good times together but you know I've let all that bad shit and all that baggage go and just because you forgive somebody that doesn't mean that the relationship is going to be mended either I think that's super important to know too like you can forgive somebody in the relationship might not ever be the same or there might not ever be a relationship again Ooh. but Ooh. that's a very good start and that can also be a very hard pill to swallow especially if you you know or maybe it's just like somebody forgave you for an offense that happened and you think shit is gonna go bet straight you know yeah. because they forgave you and it's like no baby boundaries
1: no that's absolutely true because i I do think that sometimes there is like an imaginary string attached that oh you're gonna forgive me and things will go back to the way they were you're gonna forgive me and things will be we'll have the same relationship that we have we'll even continue a relationship that i do think that that is those strings are are like oh no i forgave you because i felt like it was the best thing for both parties but i don't necessarily think that having a relationship moving forward that point. And I think that that's a hard thing for people because they feel like, but I forgave you. But it was like, but that isn't, nobody owes you anything after that. Like nothing is owed on either side. No,
0: Nope. No. Um, Also, let me talk about forgiveness. It's okay. Like forgiveness doesn't happen immediately. It's Sometimes it doesn't happen for weeks, months, hell, even years. Okay. Like I'm, it really uh, takes I'm a, a witness. long time. I'm a witness. Right. But witness. I think. For I think it takes such a long time because when you actually forgive, it has to be genuine and Mm -hmm. authentic. Like, it really has to be true and it has to be real because forced forgiveness, it's not benefiting anybody because you still hold on to it. Like, just to say you forgive that person and your ass is still mad and angry, like, uh, that's not how forgiveness works. So forcing yourself to do anything outside of Outside of anything that's not genuine, it really causes like dissonance, and it causes like a misalignment in your actual truth. Right, mm-hmm. the two them continents ain't meeting. You can't be like I forgive you and still be uh, okay. It <laughs> still be bubbling inside. Like uh uh-uh. uh. So when you are actually going through the process and you're saying like, okay, I think I'm ready for forgiveness now. I'm ready to forgive. You need to ask yourself these questions. It's like. Who am I doing this for? You know, like, who am I actually doing this whole forgiveness thing for? And then that sets the forgiveness in motion. Because you should really be saying, I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it for this other person. Right. So whether they're family, friends, it's boyfriend, it's girlfriend, sister, brother, auntie. I don't know. Like, just anybody. Because you aren't, like I said before, you aren't truly forgiving them if you're doing it grudgingly doesn't resolve the frustration and the pain that you have in within yourself so you need to do it for you right the second question you need to ask is do i have perspective um and after somebody betrays you you know those emotions afterwards they can be really big and difficult emotions like anger has you thinking crazy you know frustration has you thinking crazy sometimes your head is just like swindling everywhere and that's normal to do so then like when all those feelings have subsided you can like bring up the wrongdoing um and then just be like okay why exactly did they there's always a route to the to somebody's behavior you get Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like The behavior is manifesting from somewhere, like whether it's from pain or it's from low self-esteem or it's from hurt or it's just just from damn ignorance, Mm -hmm. like it's coming from somewhere. So then you gain a perspective of why this actually happened so that you're not like getting caught in a cycle of distress where you just keep on stemming from the actual event. But instead, you're actually thinking about the behavior and not the person. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to separate the two.
1: No, you no, I, I totally agree. I, I think that it, it is such a complex uh, situation. I do think that, you know, you may feel forced or I need to forgive them, I need to and it's like it's it's I think it's just one of those situations that I can't you can't put a timeline on. It it should be anything to force timeline on somebody. Um, but I do think that maybe internally you should have a sense of, hey, it's been a long time and I realize that this is really not something that I can let go or I can truly forgive that spirit too, but it's really just making that decision. Mm-hmm um, for yourself of knowing it and knowing who you are, that this may be something that I I can't necessarily move fast and that's okay.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like when you're going through that, like talk yourself through the feelings, um, whether it's a friend, now listen, don't emotionally dump on your friend. If your friend doesn't have the capacity, um, you know, maybe ask beforehand, like, Hey, can I talk to you about this, about me forgiving this person? Because mm-hmm. I think it really does a whole lot of good when you actually verbalize it to somebody else and you just don't say it in your head. It does something different for me, honestly. You know, sometimes just saying that loud ain't enough. I've talked to you and be like, Rollins, i do not forgave this nigga. Look at me. I, I have give it. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels different. I don't know. It just feels different about it. Yeah. Um, and if you can't forget the big things, forgive the big things first. Forgive the smaller things. And when I say the smaller things, I mean like practicing self-compassion um instead of giving yourself a hard time, right? Cuz it's normal to struggle through forgiveness. And in order to get accustomed to the actual practice, you kind of have to make it a regular routine right. if that makes sense. Like, okay, Somebody cut you off during traffic today. I'm sure that shit pissed you off. But it's like, you know what? I don't know. They might be in a rush. Their stomach might hurt. You know, they might be trying to get to a toilet. I forget it. I'm moving on. Maybe somebody took your lunch out the fridge at work. Like, dang. Somebody just stole some, my lunch. But you know right. what? Maybe they can't afford food right now. So i am practice compassion and I'm going to just let it go. You know what I'm saying? I'm and then, out. like I said, like, practice forgiveness on yourself I think a lot of times you can be really hard on ourselves and be like why am I not over this yet or um, you know blaming ourselves for things that went wrong so just practicing can also get you in the practice of going to that bigger act of forgiveness of somebody who betrayed you Right. Now, the last thing you need to do is actually do the deed of forgiveness Um, and with my clients for people who are trying to forgive others who have like fucked them over i say like some one of the most therapeutic things that you can do is write that person a letter now if you actually want to give this person a letter you can give it to them but like i said before forgiveness is really not for them it's really for you so you can literally write the letter and not and not send it you know, mm-hmm. you, know you can send you can put it in a, a envelope and send it to a Imaginary an address that does not make sense and put it in the mail, it ain't gonna get delivered nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: absolutely,
0: just, just write a letter to get it all out to share your experience without getting interrupted, you know. Um, and so, sometimes we think that a, a person explaining their behavior to you is going to like help with the forgiveness part, but most of the time it don't. Hell, for me, it actually pisses me off more because it's like, huh? Okay, so you actually knew what you were doing. Okay,
1: got it. Yeah, and sometimes I feel like the more questions that you ask, the more answers that you get. But a lot of times you can't really handle them. Somebody is knowing more information. Always the best thing in order for you to help forgive. And, and, and you know, I think sometimes it's, people do dumb stuff. Sometimes there isn't some malicious, you know, underlying reason why somebody might have done something. But it's just like, you know what, I'm going to forgive you just because I'm. you can just be like, I'm tired of holding on to this. I'm tired of, you know, carrying this around. While you out living, stress, you know, fast, free, and fancy, fly, and all that other stuff. I just need to do it for myself, just so that it's not. I have enough stuff on my storage. I don't want to add more to it.
0: Exactly, and I think also too, there might be somebody who passed away who's no longer here that like you can't forgive anymore. Like that letter works for the same thing, or either I don't know if you want to go to their wherever they're buried or a place that was in that you guys share together, like anything like that, you can also get it out to like by saying it out loud and, you know, talking about the forgiveness. There's this amazing um, therapist who made like an acronym when it comes to forgiveness and I'm going to share it and then we're going to move on to red flags. The acronym is REACH. Um, So the R is for recalling and visualize the betrayal. So like actually, like it said, like visualize the person in the situation that had you fucked up all mm-hmm. the way up right? Even empathizing without minimizing right so we're not forgetting the situation happened we're not saying like oh it wasn't really that big of a deal it didn't really cause that much harm to me it's all right they pissed me off they really you know fuck with my trust but it's okay we're not minim- minimizing we're empathizing right Mm-hmm. So that means like actually understanding and getting a perspective on why the action or the behavior happened. And sometimes we don't know why it happened. And guess what? That's OK, too. The A is for altruism. So looking at forgiveness as a gift that you give just as it's one you want to receive um for your own self. I think we all want forgiveness. Right. At some point, I'm not perfect. Riley's not perfect you're not perfect you made me not per. ain't nobody perfect so like right. at some point we're gonna all need forgiveness so it's very important that you forgive others the c is for committing to forgiveness by writing out about your decision or telling someone about it like we just said a letter a journal entry talking to a therapist a friend anybody of that case and the h is holding on to your choice to forgive so you always have the choice of forgiveness forgiveness is a hard process but it's more rewarding than hanging on to anger and betrayal because it's not gonna get you nowhere. Mm. And that's all I got. Mm.
1: Mm. Mm. That was the word. That was Sorry. that was powerful.
0: Forgiveness is hard, bro.
1: It really is. Like, and I, I think it's it's, it's hard to because I think some people think that they're like they're giving people free passes, and I don't. That's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is just. Being able to resolve your own feelings, like I just to just move on just because life is short and holding on to so much can just oh, just can be dragging, Mm.
0: dragging
1: back, lady. Oh, well, let's. let's, 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 Speaking of dragging, we are definitely about to get into it, and I feel like a lot of people will feel personally dragged. I hope you do because that means you need to be called out, and I have no problem doing it. So, let me just preface this with saying this yes the dating red flags that i am going to discuss are mm-hmm. uh, things that i have found either personally or professionally have been typical red flags in the beginning of a relationship and i would say this is more targeted towards people who are looking to be in some kind of committed semi or monogamous relationship if you are just looking for a friend with benefits or whatever hey this ain't no judgment do you necessarily be red flags for you because of what you're looking for so i want to make sure that that these are things that i feel like are red flags so i'm going to and it's going to be either like on the first date or in the the dating phase of the relationship you're getting to know somebody you just y'all going out y'all hanging out and you're getting to know if this is potentially moving forward to something serious okay got you so one of the first things that i think is very important is before you even you in a dating phase you're doing this it goes back to what we talked about before coming up and identifying maybe some non-negotiables and negotiables for you what is it what is it that you're looking for in a partner what are some things that are important to you what are some things that you're like okay this is something that i want that's like a non-negotiable like there, i have to have this versus what are some things that oh this is like this will be prefer this is like a preference for me but if i don't get it It's not the end of the world. So I think that's very important of kind of identifying those first, because I think that kind of gives you um, of where when you're starting to meet people, starting to go on dates, if you can kind of, you know, let like know out the gate, like this is probably not going to be a situation that's probably going to work. One thing I want to say. So the first thing is, um, so you getting to know somebody, maybe somebody that does not know how to initiate a date.
0: Oh Jesus!
1: <laughs> this is somebody who will text you, ask you what you got going on, but uh, we never make any actual plans with you around your no time. Plan. Go ahead, go. go. <laughs> there's
0: there's no plan. It's
1: it's it's just like what you doing today, and I'm like nothing. Oh, okay, and so and but nothing, no follow up, no what are you doing on friday i would like to meet up to somewhere it's just very uh very open-ended very not non-committal in a place of just of just kind of feeling like it's just casual conversation without any intent and i do believe in um at this point of dating with a purpose so it's kind of like well if you're not text buddies and all that other stuff that's not what we're looking for okay we 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 we're trying to go from one phase to the next so it's really like finding somebody who's like initiating and actually making plans in order to do that and in line, and in line with that i would say a red flag is um a first date being at either one of you guys' homes houses apartments nothing like that that's that
0: six flags over georgia
1: red flag <laughs> a red flag is somebody saying let me come to your house and smoke you out now i know that no. you all like to smoke and i'm not here to judge you i'm not i promise but that is setting up a very um it's not setting up a great dynamic only because it, it's very hard to get to know somebody in that situation and then it kind of opens up a lot of other gateways you know where people mm-hmm. are in intimate spaces with people they don't necessarily know and it mm-hmm. just creates an imbalance, a dynamic and it's not typically. So, I really encourage people to be like, I know everybody money funny. I know everybody money ain't right. There are plenty of things that you can do for, for a day or that are free that do not involve you coming up and sitting in my house or me coming up and sitting in your house. That is because be something that is down the line. Okay?
0: I'm not doing it. I think that shows like if you just invite somebody over to your house on the first date, it just automatically shows, okay, you don't really take my ass serious, huh? And it pisses me off even more if they're the person that, like, try to initiate something with me right. first. If that makes sense, like, you asked for my number, mm-hmm. you know? You asked to, like, connect and all this other type of shit. And, and now you, you saying you want me to chill at your house oh, on the first time? It's not happening
1: like i can sit in my house by myself and it's just like having this stranger in your space in this very overly familiar way can put you in a very uncomfortable position that you know and a lot of people struggle once they become uncomfortable they really don't know how to express their uncomfort and you know and you know a lot of the world is crazy right now i would just uh-huh. say the world is crazy we're not letting nobody come to our house or go to job that's dangerous in itself
0: i'm not getting my address and i I barely know you i don't even know your last name sir
1: yeah i just i just feel like for you i just feel like that's a red flag and typically i would say we should try we should want people to be on their like to put their best foot forward on the first date if your best foot forward is coming to my house smoking out baby this is that may not that might be a negotiable for some people that is a non-negotiable for me okay
0: not happening. Plan something. So let's
1: say, let's, 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 so let's say we, we're, a lot of people are either on um, dating apps or social media. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. One thing that can be a red flag on like a dating app is if they're talking down about specific groups of people or if all they say is all the things that they do not want in their (laughs) bio, like, make it make sense. So you mean to tell me you spent Four paragraphs talking about all the stuff that you don't want. Don't this. Don't this. Don't this. Before you get to anything positive, rather than that being the highlight, I feel like a lot of people like to use those groups, and it doesn't have to. You could, it doesn't have to be any, you know, sexual orientation. But like, we'll spend so much time negatively talking about what they don't want that it's like the what they're actually looking for is an afterthought, and that is confusing as fuck to me.
0: To me, because... red. Flat. Don't, 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 don't. Okay, nigga, what do you want? It's, and it's, it's like, like why did you have that, to say so
1: much of that to get to what you wanted in the first place?
0: Like, but, you know, but the problem is they don't know what they want. They just know what they don't.
1: Message. Message.
0: Okay. don't know what they do.
1: Mm-hmm. And I would say also in line with that, because I, I see, I think this is a, I don't want to say it happens pretty often, but I do think it happens, you know, because I'm hoping that everybody out here is an ally and they support the everybody. If you're on, if you're, you know, heteros, y'all sis or whatever, and the guy, like say just if you want to um, date an app and the guy just talks about how no saying gay people at home first, it's like, sucker, why did you spend in your bio? Talking so much about a group that you're not interested in, like, make it make sense. Like, that's a red flag to me.
0: That's a red flag to me too. Because brought that up, nobody even brought that up except for you. So, what prompted you to say this? I don't get it.
1: It's red. It's a red flag. Is what the fuck it is? Okay. The next it's red flag that I think is very ghosting. Okay, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about ghosting everybody I've
0: been a red flag before then
1: ghosting i i still have uh flashbacks to nathan ghosting and esau insecure and it's still it gets now, I
0: ghost like that now that was bad.
1: but i feel like even i would say even with communication i we all have lives we all get busy Things go on. I totally understand that. But if you're pursuing or interested in talking to somebody, y'all not got to talk every day. You never see each other every day. If you just disappear for a week, just don't respond, stuff like that, that is a red flag to me. And again, these are what I think are red flags. Everybody else is entitled to what their red flags are. But one of my non-negotiables is consistent communication. That does not necessarily mean every day. But after a week, you got you, you can go to hell. Sounds terrible. Yeah, I, yeah.
0: I agree. And I agree that I was a red flag when I did ghost because in the moments that I was ghosting, I was doing shit. I, I ain't have no damn business, especially if I was trying to take somebody somewhat serious. So, yes, a definite red flag. Um, don't like it when it's done to me. Uh, it shows me that you got some shit going on I don't know and and it might not even be shit that's like you're fucking with somebody else it's just like you got something else going on and clearly you need to make that a priority for yourself uh, and like just worry about that okay don't worry about don't worry about what's going on over here sweetheart
1: but okay? to me and I know this may seem like but I feel like the dating process is very much during the interview process I think that kind of goes into how do you handle when you have things going on how do you handle when everything is falling apart like how do you still communicate to that because i think that is a very represent representation of life is going to happen for everybody things that's are going to come up if you're somebody that i'm very big like if you ignore me that fits me off more than anything that that'll drive me up so so if you're somebody who if we have a disagreement or you have something going on and just say i'll need to be myself about two weeks that's not gonna work for that's me. not gonna
0: so work for me that's not
1: to say that if that's what you need to do, that you should change that for me. But it's me recognizing that is a dynamic that does not, has not, and probably will not be successful in a relationship with me because that doesn't work for me. And so red flags are always like, oh, this isn't going to work for me. That's not to say what you're doing is is bad or is not enough, but it's saying that's not compatible with who I am or what I'm looking for.
0: Right, because sooner than later, and everybody might not be trying to move towards the goal of, like, marriage or finding a lifelong partner. I totally get that. Um, but for me, I want to move towards the goal of actual marriage, right? So if mm-hmm. this tells me that he has to he has to ghost me um, for two weeks, when we have a miscommunication or if we have a disagreement and we living together, that's not going to work for me. So you just tell, tell me you're just not going to be here for two weeks in the house that we live in. And go ha- cohabitate in because you were mm. upset. No, that means you don't have the conflict resolution skills that are compatible with me, and you need to find somebody who does have that same skill as you,
1: absolutely. So, another red flag that I see a lot is um, people can be people who say things like they don't like labels, they don't like to label. Oh,
0: god, they want to go with the flow,
1: they just want to go with the flow. That oh, oh my god, I didn't even think, listen, anyone just just. Anybody who on their dating profile said, they're just going with the flow, red flag straight to hell, you hear me? Straight, straight to hell. Okay. This
0: conversation is triggering me.
1: Okay. So the reason that I said non-labeling of relationships, because whether we want to admit it or not, when you label something, it, it gives it, there are expectations associated with it. And let me, let me say it like this. Because yeah. I think that a lot of times, like if you're in a dating phase, that may mean one thing. It's 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 great to have conversations of what's going on now. What what is what does this look like? What are your expectations in this phase? What are my expectations so that we're always in the same phase? Because what I will tell you, I know this gonna hit y'all. You can sleep with somebody every day, they can Hello. meet your family, Hello. y'all can go on trips, y'all can okay. travel and y'all have a disagreement because they slept with somebody else and they will look in your face and say, we was never official anyways,
0: baby. And you won't be ready to bust them upside your head.
1: But at that moment, you technically, they write. They write. They write. And they will say, they will throw that in your face and say, we never labeled this. And I think that's so important because if labels are not important to one person, that is okay. But if labels are important to you, it's it's, 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 I think the biggest thing that I see sometimes is people say, well, labels aren't important to me so they should be important to you. No, if this is something that is important for me and is a, as a non-negotiable, you're not allowed to tell me that's not something that I shouldn't accept or I should not want for my future. So we may agree that, hey, for this right now, we're not going to label it. I'm, I'm okay with it now, but down the line, this may be something that I need and if I'm not getting that, I may have to reevaluate if this is the type of situation that I want to be in. And I think so that is what a lot question. of people need to do.
0: Yeah, let me ask you a question. I know the answer to the question, but I'm going to just pose it to you. Okay. Uh, if you're with somebody and you're not, they're not into labels, they're not doing labels, right? And um, you do have a conversation with them, look like, you know, I kind of want us to be official. Um, you know, I want us to have the title of relationship, you know, I want us to be partners in that way and have oh. that you know label. and that person says to you, what would actually putting a label on us change? like what's the point of it? what would what would you say that to that?
1: to me, I would say it's the it's the responsibility and the acknowledgement that I that to me is what I would think for because i do get that that a lot of times like, well, if we just doing this why do we need to put a title on it what if what is what is putting a title on it gonna hurt what is it taking away from it because i think i think it's putting a responsibility on this is what the expectation is and this is you're saying i agree to this expectation as we have said it and i get a lot of people being like well i don't really like labels and i'm like bullshit either y'all settling for not having labels or one of y'all is still pursuing their up op- or, or keeping their options open. Right. Which, there is nothing wrong with it. Whatever. But y'all need to be on the same page of, I don't want to put a label on it because I don't, this may be, this might not be my last stop. I don't Hello? I want to see what else is out there. That is okay. As long as that is a conversation that's happening for both of us, that I'm not thinking one thing, you are not thinking something else.
0: Yeah. Whenever somebody tells me like, oh, yeah, I don't do labels, I don't want to do, I don't do labels, like I don't, it's just never a thing I want to do. In my mind, I just automatically assume, okay, you don't want to label because you don't want to take the responsibility and accountability for your actions mm-hmm. that Massive. might have like imposed on the other person like their emotions and their feelings that's what i always think in my head like okay you just don't want to take responsibility and accountability because it's easier for you to be like oh well yeah i did sleep with them but i mean we ain't together like so you can't really you could be mad about it but like we ain't together you know what i'm saying i don't owe you
1: anything i don't i don't owe you that and i think well i guess i would say the reason labels are important to me because i will be damned if i'm in somebody obituary as a a special friend i will be damned.
0: I okay. stop my wine.
1: Okay. <laughs> I will be damned as a special friend in your old bits. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Be- but that's important to me. That's what I'm saying. That is important to me. That's yeah. a non-negotiable for me. So yeah. wh- without with dating and with having these conversations, I say, oh, that's something that's important to me. It doesn't have to be something that's important to you, but I'm just letting you know this dynamic is not going to work because this is something that I feel very strongly about. Because you know a lot of reasons and just because of things like that, right? Okay, so some other things that I think are very important or have been red flags: somebody who talks about sex too much too soon. God, (laughs) 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 trigger warning. I'm sorry. We're gonna label trigger warning for this episode because
0: if that's the listen, you know how many times I've talked to a man and I'd be like now I just like they'd be like what you doing I'd be like nothing just got out of the shower and they'd be like without, without
1: you- me girl red flag
0: I, I say I bid you farewell this is going to be the last time I talking to you God bless you brother
1: red Kay. flag but then when you say like but they say if I if you would have just said just pay my bills do you think they would have said without me
0: probably still so
1: cause niggas gone nigg that's they
0: so have so. this audacity and that's
1: a fact that listen that if we didn't look if even though we had a pandemic the one thing niggas did not lose audacity it's still it's still
0: at all
1: it's, it's, it's still a pleasure so i think the final two things that i really think can be really important with just looking at um things like that is kind of they live in situation this is not no judgment but if they live with their baby mama or their ex-wife or they ex or their baby daddy or their ex-husband uh, it's it, it's a complicated it's situation.
0: A roommate, and they just live in there for a little while after they lease up, and then you know they just it ain't even like that no more.
1: It's just 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 mm-mm. one that I found that just whew, they cheated on their last partner with you. Flag on the play. I'm gonna have to call the red flag. What on the
0: play. goes around, I'm I'm a I'm a listener.
1: Red flag on
0: me. always tell me, baby, how you get them yes. is how you,
1: how you ooh, ooh, okay. So, and you just were that you just this you karma and everything like that. But I also think some things that while you're in this dating position, I do think some important things are how they express themselves, how they handle their money, how they handle their anger are things that you need to be looking at like long term. I think that the dating process should be like a very interview to say like oh how does this person handle this how are they going to be there for me how am I going to be there for them is this something that is a long-term thing And the dating process I said you can take some time dating and getting all that but I think like that's that's the time to figure out if you meet somebody and y'all having small arguments from the day that y'all met baby this is probably not the best dynamic okay
0: how do you know when the red flag is it can be modified to a green flag and how do you know when a red flag is a scarlet letter um,
1: so i do think i think that is the the thing that's competitive because i i want to say so i'm looking at this honestly through a lens of we are not out here to fix people we're not rehab centers for everybody
0: no the hell we not. there
1: are going to be a million reasons why we you should have held somebody down you ain't seeing when they was up you should have been here on the come up and i think everybody looks at you know, like a Keisha Kayor and Gucci and think like, oh, that's what you got to do in order to get to this person. Not everybody has to go through that. Not everybody should be signing up for that. And I I can't say like how long or you should invest in something. I think it's just a very individual decision to say, hey, if I say I'm willing to deal with something thinking that it's going to change for maybe two months, that's a personal decision I have to make. I can't tell the person I'm dating. They got three months to get it together because that's putting an expectation on change that may not be realistic. It's really just if my tolerance is not there and I can't be supportive in the way that I need to, then it's time for me to exit. So even when I do work with my couples and they say, Well, how long am I supposed to wait? i am be like, you know, I can't tell you how long. I can't tell you how long that you need to sacrifice your time to get what you want. Because I think it's a it's a very individual decision because I think people will wait five years for somebody to get their stuff together and then look back and say, I wasted five years of my life. And it's like, Well, you, you know, you chose to do that you chose that that's the decision that you made so i'm not necessarily say jump shit, but i feel like a lot of times we recognize red flags but whether it's because of how attractive the person is whether we just trying to make a point to prove people wrong and make something work we put up with stuff that we knew out the gate like yeah i should have known out the gate that this we wasn't going to be compatible and if the only way for you to be compatible with somebody is to sacrifice so many things that are important to you it's never going to be if there's always going to be a power imbalance there's always going to be a dynamic that is gonna prevent you from having a fully successful relationship.
0: Yeah, well, fear of the unknown will whoop your ass.
1: Fear of the I mean, even fear of the unknown, fear of being by yourself. Some people will tolerate some BS just to say they was with somebody.
0: And that's sad.
1: <laughs> or date or even just dating potential of being like, oh, I, I thought they would be this person
0: another day. Because that right there, that topic right there, dating for potential. Just dating, thinking that somebody is going to actually reach your expectation that you have in your mind for them, and they be like, "Baby, I don't I, the hell." When you date somebody, you gotta date people for where they help, for where they're at in the moment. Because what if this person never transforms into anything else except for who they are right now? Are you gonna be okay with that? And if the answer is no, then you need to move on.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think that's one thing that I always come back to, especially with the work that I do. I, I'm always like, oh, well, they doing this and this driving me crazy. I'm like, okay, is this something that you can accept? If this doesn't change, is this something that you can live with? And I only say that because I'm like, oh, if you can live with it. I'm not saying you can't complain about it, but I'm just saying like, but if this is absolutely something that you cannot live with, this is not something that's bringing you peace. It's not something you can tolerate then i do think you have to make that decision of i'm gonna i can make a personal decision to see if this changes if i express my opinions and feelings and hope that it changes or i can say yeah this ain't gonna work for me and to try to force myself to be that is is just not is not the the thing that's going to work for me and i think that it's just and that's why i think if you have some of these negotiables and non-negotiables which can change which you can alter which don't have to be set in stone i think it becomes easier to see which red flags can turn into green because they be, may be things that are like i want this but ain't the end of the world it could be like hey i want to date somebody that's six three met somebody that's five ten uh i thought you know six people i wanted but that's not something that's going to be a major deal break to me because of this person but if you if the person if they got to have if some people don't want to date people who have younger children because of the connotation that is associated with like baby mama drama and stuff like that, so I know some people who only date people who have like older kids who are like more independent because you know there's a different dynamic That's one thing that's like oh I may have initially said young like kids at all, now I'm willing to shift that and say oh if they have older kids, there's a different level of independence and a different level of communication between maybe who I'm dating and their child's mom or child's father. So I think that's a way to negotiate like oh I may be able to accept you know, this in a certain way, but, you know, I still have some sort of boundary set on what I feel like is going to work for you, what's not going to work for me.
0: Mm -hmm. Love
1: it. So I think think as you guys date and see what's out here in these streets to be able to say like, Hey, this has been a typical personality trait or whatever that has never been compatible with me that has never successfully worked for me. Um, so I may need to, you know, be honest with myself and say, this may not be the most compatible. Now, I'm not saying like, just, just, just deny every person that tries to talk to you, you try to talk to. But I also say like, be honest with yourself and say life is short. Like, don't be out here wasting years and months of your time on something that had you really took the time to know yourself better. You would have realized that this probably was a dynamic that was never going to work for you.
0: It's not going to work, baby. Let it go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for the red flag. <laughs> and you stay with a red flag and he fucks you over, she fucks you over. Then you move to forgiveness, which is what we talked about. Forgiveness,
1: okay. absolutely.
0: Awesome. Um, We're about to move into Trapper's Digest and my song is a little bit about forgiveness. In a very hood rat way. Okay. Yes. Um, my song is Circles by Matt the Stallion. Um, I don't know if y'all have heard this before, but it literally has Jasmine Sullivan playing in the background, so you already know.
1: Ooh, I, and I stand for jazz. Stand for jazz.
0: Okay, I know you see it. All right, so the verse goes, hmm. one, never let a nigga see you sweat. Two, never let these niggas come between a check. Three, never let a nigga turn you against me, because it did come and go, but I'm riding past each. Keep that shit playing. I don't like getting personal. Treat them like a job. When I get them, i work working them. Mm. Niggas like Instagram like a journal. Just like my ass niggas talking in a circle. Why niggas love to talk down? I don't know. Like I ain't keeping all the facts in my phone. Like I ain't got the pictures of you begging for, for forgiveness. I ain't gotta do the most. I know what the real is. Ain't jealous type. Please don't believe the hype. You can't make me mad with some shit that i am a to like. Don't mean to be intrusive, but you thinking you would exclusive when a party ain't a party if my bitch ain't included. Now, let mm. me see. They're right there.
1: This nigga spitting.
0: This bitch is spitting. Like, <laughs> breaking down, like, okay, you wronged me. You really kind of did me wrong, but like, I'm not letting that shit really phase me. I done already forgave you. I've moved past that shit. You still holding on to it. But but I'm I, I'm damn done with it, right? Like that's it's just like it's just really breaking it down for me of what forgiveness really is and what it really looks like. Like when she said, um, when she said like you can't make me mad at some shit that I'm alike. Like okay, nigga, uh, I see you living your life on Instagram. Click like, move past it. Like good for you very good love see love that you're doing well you look good you look we great. love to see it we love to see it we love to see it okay um niggas really be talking in circles though talking in circles trying to trying to beg for forgiveness but the gag is i've already forgiven you so get the fuck on thank you
1: talking circles and drag and drag you straight to hell mm.
0: So that's my trapper's digest shout out to miss Stallion. i love her and party together i know they be tanning it up Who
1: i will subscribe to that i'll tell you that I I, I I subscribe to it they will get my $9.99 on how much it ever cost well since since we talking about uh paying for perfect yeah. this is a beautiful segue into my trapper's digest because i just feel like we people out here just need to expect more so my Trappers digest of the week is no panties by trina Oh shit. That's my I love Trina, so I'm I'm all I listen forever. So look but what's the deal? You got my car, so you stick it in here? I know you be packing it still, but I can't suck you didn't get my lipstick, Smith. Fuck nigga, don't be grabbing my braids. You got some cash? Then I'm easy to persuade. Taste asses this all takes. See y'all be coming all night in the day. Miss Trina, Sim Seema, fuck got me a bins, and some rings, sending whistles, and some tens. I'll tell you time again i'm fine enough to even fucking men look at here slim i swear to south beach let me speak before you fuck me you're gonna treat and put my same things on my feet take me to the beach now crawl up in my wall real deep now listen this is what i was saying i've been <laughs> having many conversations about you know the girls you know selling sex sex workers shout out to everybody doing their thing you know there is this connotation that i think no matter how you put it whether it's going on dates whether you're in a relationship whether you're a sex worker we all exchanging goods for something we all don't want something something let's let's if we really don't talk about it we all want something we all want to fill our words we're not just out here just you know at least wine and dine me take me on a date you know take me to to the lounge or something you know do something to, you know, to a
0: little bit yeah
1: you know and i think that just kind of goes back to what i was talking about uh you know don't smoke me out don't do all that stuff like nah like you know put some effort for it like you i'm a lady you know, okay okay were well, you like without me i paid this rent without you too is you gonna help next month like do what you gonna do for me while you without me while you without me as people is just sitting out here complaining so trina is just basically saying listen while you while you acting like you want something for me what am i getting what am i getting what you gonna give me what, what you, you gonna do for me what you gonna take care of because because you,
0: Cause you want vacation, to uh, for, for, for it no
1: yeah man. you think you're about to just come in and out my house when you want to pull up when you want to listen the rent do every the first of every month i don't get a coupon on that like what you what you come on now like and it's just helping to, to minimize hey. that that dynamics so i just feel like it's a very it's a very appropriate song for this generation i think you guys should get into it
0: get into it yeah i'm just saying get uh, speaking of getting to it, too, y'all, my trap song of the week is by favorite nigga who wears the skirt. Besides you, Rollis, and Gary, Gary <laughs> 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 if you listening. Besides y'all, my other favorite nigga who wears skirts is no other than Young Thug. Um, he has a song out. It's called TikTok. I don't even know how to explain TikTok. It just sounds like, it just makes you want to roll down your windows and just, like, really just blast it, like, while you're riding down the road. You know, it just gives you that type of feeling. Um, of course, he is talking about shooting it, but it don't even matter. It it, it really goes. Um, so TikTok by Yantha get into it.
1: My trap song of the week this week is um, Pop It by Big Roll Freddy. I know Italian. That. You know, now that I'm officially a Houston hottie, baby, listen, when I tell you they're going to bump the hell out of Meg at any establishment, the I speakers is going to knock. When I tell you the speakers be knocking full of Meg, you're going to hear at least a good 10 Meg songs every night. I
0: love that.
1: And as I was two-stepping and Dusty Wine in, in the bar like two weeks ago and Pop It by Bankroll, Freddie came on, I said, yeah, this is the one. This is the one that's gone." get you know get me through this workout that's gonna give you know give my knees some rejuvenation and everything like this is the one for me so yes pop it by bankroll freddie and megan the get into I
0: it that. i love that thank you guys trapless for trapping it out with us for a whole another episode we hope that you enjoy it and guys until next time. <laughs> bye bye, bye.